we've been over this and over this, and there's what's right and there's what's right, and never the twain shall meet. Good afternoon and welcome to Top 1000 Radio Song Battle. This is song battle number eight and we are about to listen to five songs that I'm going to talk about, give you a few song facts and then we're going to rate them. Then we're going to talk about who's going to replace yesterday's loser and then we are going to talk about the bands that are going to come up tomorrow to replace tonight's loser And then we're going to talk about the five songs that we will be rating tomorrow. Okay, that's how we do it here. All right, if I haven't uh, gone over the rules before, the rules are basically in terms of how I choose the songs. They're chosen at random from a list of 1,000. And if the same band comes up twice in the same song battle, I'll I'll hit the random number generator again. That way uh, we don't have too many repeats. Now... There are some bands that are starting to repeat with some regularity, so I might amend the rules so that uh, you can't have the same band or artist on two consecutive episodes. So we'll we'll play around with that because there's a lot of, uh, you know, it seems like almost every single night there's an Elvis, there's a Tourniquet, there's a Rush, there's a Black Sabbath. Uh, so if that's getting a little old for people, then I can amend the rule and uh, make sure that we get some fresh meat in here to, to beat up on. All right. Without further... Oh, and then we got a little bit of a surprise at the end of the show. Um, we've got some original music from a band uh, that I know, and it's really good stuff. And I'm going to use that in the as the play out as, instead of my normal play out. And so uh, that'll be coming up at the very end of the show. Uh, so yeah, let's get started with uh, "Used to Bad News" by Boston. Okay, so this is uh, from the Boston album, their second album, Don't Look Back, 1978. Uh, It's a unique song in that it was written by the singer Brad Delp, who, uh, if you know Boston, most of their songs were written by the guitarist Tom Schultz. Uh, It's also the only song on the whole album that Schultz didn't receive a writing credit. It's also the only song on the album in which Barry Goudreau the, is the sole lead guitarist. He's the, uh, he's the other guitarist for Boston. Uh, Schultz played all the other instruments except for drums beside that, that lead guitar. Um, and Barry Goudreau, uh, he, did, he did a solo record with, um, with Brad Delp, and it's pretty good. I, there's one, one of the songs from that I believe is going to be on the list. 
Uh, and I'll talk about how I came to find out about that song um, when we get to it. And of course, this song was released as a B-side of the Feeling Satisfied single, so it didn't it didn't chart on its own merit. All right, let's move on to our second song. Okay, I figure I better get to the song notes quick on this one because it's short. All right, this is from uh, the Sun Sessions album. They released a, a collection of them. Uh, I forget when they released them. I know I, I got a copy of it in the 80s when I was in high school on CD. Um, it is actually a popular song written by a fellow named Mac David. Mac David, not Mac Davis, but Mac David. He was a, a, a songwriter, you know, old school, like kind of uh, Tin Pan Alley vaudeville songwriter. You know, give me a bouncy C, you know, one of those guys. Um, and uh, it was this song was originally written for the Disney movie Cinderella, but it wasn't actually using the fine fine print. So this guy Dave, Mac David, he's the guy who wrote "Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo" that does show up in Cinderella and several others. Um, I, I I meant to look up the lyrics for the original because I doubt they're the same as as this one. Uh, this it, I'd be surprised if it was. Uh, Patty Page, famous singer from the 50s, actually made it to number eight on the charts with this particular song in 1950, about four years before Elvis did it. All right, uh, moving on to our next song, and this is a biggie. sure you're all familiar with this one sweet home alabama by leonard skinner from the album second helping 1974 it was written as a uh a response to neil young's well he had two songs one uh 1970 southern man and he had another song called alabama i forget which year that one came from and the guys in leonard skinner felt that he was basically blaming the entire south for uh for the evils of slavery uh, this song reached number eight, like like Patty Page reached with uh, the last song. But yeah, got number got to number eight on the charts. It was written by Ronnie Van Zant, the lead singer and the leader of Leonard Skinner. Uh, the late great Rick, Gary Rosington, who passed away on Saturday. I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about it that yesterday because I just found out, I found out like right after I recorded yesterday's episode, and I did not plan this whatsoever. The Sweet Home Alabama came up. Uh, totally randomly you know I didn't <laughs> I, I 
didn't even think about planning this, but uh, it, it happened. Um, so Gary, uh, Ronnie Van Zandt, Gary Rosington, who, like I told you yesterday, was the last surviving member, so they're all gone now, and then Ed King. Um, and none of them were from Alabama. Uh, uh, Van Zandt and Rosington were from Jacksonville, Florida, and Ed King was from Glendale, California. <laughs> Um, so there was a lot of controversy over the meaning of the song, especially the references to the uh, controversial Alabama governor, segregationist George Wallace. And uh, it seemed to be cleared up with Ed King. And, uh, you know, I, I always uh, take these, these interviews with a grain of salt because who knows what Ronnie Van Zant would have said. Um, but this is what Ed King wrote. Uh, I, it was in sometime in the 90s, I think. He wrote, I can understand where the boo, boo, boo would be a misunderstood. That's after they mentioned the governor. It's not you. It's not us going boo. It's what the southern man hears when the northern man say every time the southern man say, in Birmingham, we love the governor. Get it? I, not really. Uh, we all did what we could do to get Wallace elected, he said. It's not a popular opinion, but Wallace stood for the average white guy in the south. Watergate doesn't bother me because that stuff happens in politics. But someone's conscience ought to bother them for what happened to Wallace. Wallace got assassinated. There was an attempted assassination on Wallace. He got shot and he uh, ended up in a wheelchair. Back to the quote. Arthur Brimmer may or may not have been a Yankee, but he sure destroyed whatever chance Wallace had to be president. And hardly anyone in America noticed. I still like the plaque that hangs here in my office that says I'm an honorary member of the Alabama State Militia. Signed personally by George C. Schur, the man... Uh, oh, by George Wallace, I guess. Said George C. Sure, the man had his flaws, but he spoke for the common man of the South, and, whoa, I'm going to get in trouble over this whole dang post. Okay. And I don't know if Ed King got in trouble over that, but uh, but that's, uh, that's where he stood on the song, and I don't think we'll ever know 100% sure what all that meant because, you know, Ronnie Van Zant died. There might be some... Some uh, interviews of him out there with talking about it. If anybody tracks one down, let me know. All right. The fourth song is Electric Funeral by Black Sabbath. And this is from the album Paranoid 1971. It's fairly obviously a song about nuclear war. Um, it has a cool little swing break in the middle of it that could, you know, very big band influenced. The rest of it's very dark and menacing, like, like you're hearing. Um, I tried to track down what actual wah wah pedal uh, Iomi was using on this. I couldn't, I couldn't find which exactly one. There was people arguing about it. Um, but I say that because I like this use of the wah-wah pedal better than when 
uh, guitarists use it during solos because it just seems a little it's always seemed a little you know lazy to me to use a wah-wah pedal it kind of drives me nuts when Kirk Hammett of Metallica just you know wears that thing out I like Kirk Hammett when Kirk Hammett is trying you know that kind of thing um, so yeah it's a you know a classic Black Sabbath tune very menacing very dark um, you know the subject matter and the and the tune and everything here comes that swing break I was talking about let me let you listen to a second of that first almost hear a uh, you can almost hear a big band doing this with you know horns and and uh you know gene krupo or uh, what's his name charlie charlie rich what's what's his name i can i can't uh can never remember that drummer's name buddy rich back there you know going nuts on the drums um so anyway next one is going going gone by tourniquet This one's off of the uh, Crawl to China album, 1997. It's our second uh, song off of that one. And it's a, it's a song about animals going extinct. Uh, Ted Kirkpatrick, the, the drummer, uh, God rest his soul, he, um, he was really into animal rights. And uh, this is at least the third song that they did that, were, that focused on animal rights. Um, okay, that'll about do it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn this down, and we are going to talk about the scoring now. I'm going to go ahead and give you my verdict. All right, so I'm going to use a little more drama this time than I usually do. I'm going to start with the second place with four points. I'm going to go ahead and give that to use to Bad News from Boston. All right, I, I, I you know, uh, the first two Boston albums, I would even go so far as the first three Boston albums, don't have a weak song on them. Uh, especially the first two albums, and uh, you know I I just like them all. They're they're all going to do well. So that's uh, second place with four points. Coming in third place with three points is Electric Funeral by Black Sabbath. That one's a uh, you know that was a classic. I don't think it got a whole lot of love uh, on from the Peanut Gallery. I think it got the the votes for the most votes to get kicked off from the Instagram poll. And then second place, or uh, yeah, second place, I'm going to give it to I Don't Care If the Sun Don't Shine by Elvis. Give it two points. It's a, again, it's it's a classic song. It was, I think, the second song released, uh, or at least on, it was, it was on the second single release after Elvis hit it big, the first, with the first song, uh, That's All Right Mama. 
All right, so it's down to the last two songs. One of them's going to be the big winner, and one of them's going to get kicked off. And I think you guys could probably, I mean, I trying to drum up a little drama here. That was kind of dumb of me. You know who's going to be the winner. Um, it's obviously uh, Tourniquet. No, it's not Tourniquet. Sweet Home Alabama, Leonard Skinner. Uh, you know, that's, that's a song that, uh, you know, used to be, I don't know if it still is, but it. I used, you know, when people would ask me, what's your favorite song? That's the one I would tell them, and I think I even wrote a paper about it in high school. And they, uh, one of our teachers, gave us an assignment to you know write about your favorite song, and and I wrote about Sweet Home Alabama. I'm pretty sure. Um, and so, Tourniquet's going, going, gone again. That's the second Tourniquet song we've kicked off the list, and the, and the second one from that album we've kicked off the list. It's kind of sad, you know, it's a good album and it's it's a good song. It's kind of a grungy uh has a more grungy feel than than a lot of their stuff, but uh I just think that the the other two songs about animal rights or it's not about animal rights so much as it's just about uh human beings being not being cruel to animals and doing unnecessary, you know, um experiments on them and stuff like that. You know, the kind of the kind of stuff you know, Dr. Fauci, you know, supposed to do where he put the bags of fleas over the beagles heads and whatever. I don't know. He didn't do it personally, but you know, his, his, uh, foundation or whatever the thing, I don't want to get into that, but anyway, that kind of stuff, you know, I think we, we're all pretty grossed out by it. And, and, you know, we don't, we don't make it our life's mission to go stop that kind of stuff. Ted, you know, he was, he was pretty dedicated to that kind of thing. And I, I, I think I can I can admire him for most of that. Okay, I I don't know if we would agreed on environmental issues or you know climate change or whatever, but um, I think we could find common ground on that. All right, so that that does it for the um, the uh, the five song list. Let's talk about who's going to replace. I think I put it away. I got to get my other my other sheet out. Let's talk about who's going to replace yesterday's uh, loser, Flash, by Queen. Uh, looks like you guys came in big for Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult had a total of nine votes across the polls. Uh, Santana came in with three votes, and Georgia Satellites got two, a respectable two, I'd say. I was expecting Santana to do a little bit better. I don't know. You know, I I wasn't a big Santana fan until fairly recently. Um, because I, I, there were songs that I would hear on the radio from Santana that I didn't know were, were his and, you know, cause he didn't sing on most of his stuff. He had another singer and, um, his, his late seventies, early eighties album oriented rock period, um, had some really good kind of journey-esque rock anthems. Okay. And so, uh, hopefully Santana will get on the list. I got some songs that definitely belong on there. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the jam, you know, sixties kind of jazzy stuff that he, he might've been known for back in the day. Just not my bag, you know, my, 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 uh, my bailiwick. All right. And then of course, Georgia satellites, you know, they, they got a couple of really great songs. Hopefully they'll get on the list at some point. But Blue Oyster Cult, you know, they just got they we're gonna replace Flash with Don't Fear the Reaper. I think that's that's obvious that w- that was gonna happen. Um, and I totally agree with it. I I have on the wall of my studio here a T-shirt with Mike Leach, the the late uh, great 
head football coach at Mississippi State, uh, pioneer of the air raid offense. Uh, I got a T-shirt with his picture on it, looking very much like Rodney Dangerfield, and uh, it's got it says more cowbell on it, and it's got a cowbell. Now, what does that mean? I mean, it means well, there was a a skit on Saturday Night Live. If you haven't seen it, look it up on on YouTube. It's really funny where Blue Oyster Cult is recording. Don't fear the Reaper, and Christopher Walken plays their their uh, producer, and Will Ferrell plays you know one of the band members, and he's got a he's got a cowbell, and they start playing it, and he's you know hitting a cowbell. You can hear it on the song, and Christopher Walken keeps interrupting them and coming in and says, "I need more cowbell," you know, and uh, you know hilarity ensues, and so that that really uh, uh, hit it with with Mississippi State football fans because. Ever since way back, like the 1920s, maybe even earlier, uh, cowbells have been a, a thing at, at Mississippi State football games because uh, legend has it a cow walked out on the field and they won or something like that, and so people just started bringing cowbells and ringing them. And so it's, and I think they they banned them for a while and then they brought them back, and it's it's a huge thing. So uh, every every uh, football game they'll they'll put that skit up, you know, where Christopher Walken comes out. It says, I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. You know, and they uh, everybody goes nuts with the cowbells. All right, so I totally agree with you guys. Blue Oyster Cult belongs on the list, and Don't Fear the Reaper is it. All right, so tomorrow we are going to pit Run to the Hills. This, tomorrow's a big one. Tomorrow's got a lot of, a lot of big songs on it. Um, it's going to be tough. It's got Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden, Ark of Suffering by Tourniquet. That's one of the songs I was talking about that's a bit better than the, the Going, Going, Gone. Uh, and then we'll, well, we'll talk about Ark of Suffering tomorrow and we'll give it away. 21 Guns by Green Day, Shattered by the Rolling Stones, their first time on the list. And Working Man by Rush. Rush gets back on the list again. And that's a big one, uh, Working Man. Okay. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you guys out with a song that my uh, brother and one of my really good friends, Mike, and I haven't seen these other guys in a long time, but we were friends there for a while, a guy named Dave, Dave Coe, and uh, Ray, I'm trying to remember Ray's last name, the lead singer. Didn't hang out with him a whole lot, but uh, some. Anyway, um, so it's my brother, Dean Aaron, on the bass, Mike Plew on the drums, uh, Dave Cole on the guitar, and Ray, whatever his last name is, I can't remember, on lead vocals. And they had a band called Mars Hill, um, and they changed their name to Rosetta Stone. Uh, Rosetta's Tone, like the last word is tone, not stone. Uh, it's kind of clever, I guess. We just recently unearthed these files, and I'm going to play, you know, one at the end of the show every now and then. Now, I would not play these if they weren't good, okay? The the band that my brother and I were in prior to this uh, called Happy Fun Town, I'm not going to play any of that on here. It's not it, It's not that the songs weren't good. It's just that they weren't, we didn't record them well, and so I'm not going to put them on there. <laughs> so I'm only going to put good stuff on here. But if you have any original music that, that is kind of public domain. No, they weren't signed or anything that you want me to play on here or any of your own stuff. Just let me know and I'll be happy to do it. All right, here is Sign Child by Mars Hill slash Rosetta's Tone. And I'll have to see you guys later. I'll have a good one.
See 